Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath. Come on, you need it right now. Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath. Deep breath, everybody. Deep breath. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, how do I get into it? I think I just got to go right into it. All right? We can't have any slow lead up to the big news. The big announcement. I'll just tell you straight up. I do not have back hair. You do. I don't. I don't have back hair. And I don't know if it's coming. Today is my 40th birthday. I was born September 15th, 1981. For 40 years, I've been waiting on back hair. I've seen it at the beach. I've seen it on others. I've seen it on you. You know you have back hair. Me? I don't have back hair, okay? Enough with the accusations. But I do have shoulder hair. And no, 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 no. Don't picture it in your head. It's not like you're picturing. It's not like big old bushes of shoulder hair, big old tufts of shoulder hair. No, it's sparse. A hair here, a hair there, not connected to the chest hair, not connected, just kind of sitting on its own island, you know, like a patch of grass in the middle of a mall. You go, wait, why would there be a patch of grass there? He has no back hair chest hair it's not gorilla like but the shoulder hair hmm so this is 40 you think i'm about to let that conquer me fuck you okay i'm sorry i had to say it if you thought shoulder hair would defeat me on my birthday you my friend are incorrect i bought nads What's NADS? Google it right now. What is NADS? Well, first of all, I Googled body hair removal. Didn't think I'd have to do it. And the best body hair removal cream is NADS. I even read the reviews, folks. I bought it on Yelp. (laughs) I meant to say Amazon, not Yelp. Shit. Okay, I bought it on Amazon and I read probably six reviews. Hey, this hair removal cream really works. I used to look like Sasquatch, and now I'm bald like an eagle, spreading my wings and flying all over the neighborhood. Great. I looked at the customer photos. Oh, hair used to be there, and now it's not. You're thinking, hey, pal, isn't this something maybe you should just keep to yourself, maybe in the bathroom? Well, what's weird is I did hide it from my family, but now I find myself spewing it into the mic for episode 155, so stay with me. NADS has directions. You better follow these NADS directions. It says, apply a generous amount to the hairy area, the hairia, and don't rub in. How specific is that? And don't rub in. So just tap it on. Tap, tap, tap on the cream. The cream that smells like death. Just all the chemicals. Just all the chemicals in one tube. Put it on your shoulders and tap it on a generous amount. And then just says, wait three minutes as it sizzles. You wait three minutes. You look at yourself in the mirror and go, really? It's come to this. All right, pal. 40 years old and you got the nads sizzling on your shoulders. And I didn't even have a timer. Could have been three. Could have been seven minutes. Could have been 10. I don't know. But it says right on the tube, when you're done, Wipe away with a soft cloth. Okay, so that cloth immediately becomes garbage. You don't wipe your nads shoulder hair and then put it in the laundry. You don't put it in the hamper. You could get caught. Okay, folks? You throw it away. 
You throw all the evidence away. Even this podcast, we should throw this away. This is evidence. So I got an old rag, a soft little rag, and I start wiping it off in my really weird secret mission. My wife thinks I'm showering. You know, I had the water going. She doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't need to until this listening experience, if she tunes in, but she doesn't need to know that her 40-year-old husband is wiping burn chemicals right off of his shoulders. And I can see it's working. Oh, this is cool. It's working. It's working. It's working. Except what I forgot this whole time is that I applied it with my hands. I applied it with my hands. And then as I jump into the shower with my newly treated, chemically treated shoulders, jump right into the shower, grab the soap, and I start soaping up my body. You like where this story's going? Start soaping up my body. Turns out the nads is now all over that bar of soap, and I'm spreading, and I'm spreading the nads. I'm spreading the nads. Now I'm spreading the bar of soap all over my face and into my eyes, and holy shit, there it is. Got nads in my eyes. I'm going to be blind. I'm going to be a blind man with smooth shoulders. That's the first thought. I'm going to be a blind man at age 40. It stings that bad with the smoothest shoulders in the land. I'm going to need a seeing eye dog. I'm going to need a cane. But I'm going to need a lot of tank tops to prove to people what happened. They're going to see the shoulders. They're going to see the seeing eye dog. And they're going to just go, oh, yeah. Nad's in the shower accident. He didn't wash his hands before. We see it all the time. See it all the time. And I start going full throttle. Splash the water in the eyes. Splash the water in the eyes. Eyes open. Splash the water in the eyes. And it slowly starts to dissipate. But still, as I'm standing there in a shower, looking like a fool. Looking like an absolute fool. I thought, well, that's a bullet point. Anything embarrassing, humiliating, just straight up dumb that's about to happen to me for the rest of my life, it's just going to be a bullet point. A here we go podcast bullet point. I embrace the embarrassment. Bring it to me. And I think this is a great way of announcing my first endorsement here on the podcast. Right now, you could get NADS 30% off if you mention Josh Rosenberg. Just go to Yelp or Amazon or your local CVS and tell them Josh sent you. No matter where you live, just walk into CVS, grab the NADS, bring it to the cashier and say, Josh sent me, and they'll give you 30% off. All right, 40, 40, 40. What is 40? I even Googled it. This is how ridiculous I am. I Googled How does 40 feel? Am I that programmed by this stupid search engine that I can't just check in with myself? Hey, how does 40 feel? Instead, I'm Googling, hey, how does 40 feel for most people? Is it good for the brain? What happens? Does the body atrophy? Do some good things happen, bad things? So forget all that. I stopped Googling once I realized what I was doing because I'm now 40. I'm living proof that 40 is good. 40 is really good. We keep progressing. That's why I'm okay with aging. Because I think we do get smarter. If that's our intent, if we're open-minded, we have a growth mindset, you got a thirst for knowledge and all those great phrases, then I think you keep growing and expanding your mind and wisdom and then life can get better. Now, sure, you get more wrinkly and more gray and probably start shrinking. And you probably have arrested development and just pause in certain areas like, this was the best player I ever saw. This is the best band I ever heard. And nothing after that's any good. You know, I'm probably getting close to that. I've never felt more detached from my teenage students than this year. When I hear them talking about music or shows or movies or fashion or anything, I just go, no, all of it's wrong. You're all wrong. I, from 1981, when I hatched 
1981, I had a viewpoint that was going to remain kind of steady. I'll try to be open-minded, but 40 is good in a sense because for some things, you're not open-minded anymore. You know what you're good at. You know what you're bad at. I don't want to be so open-minded with the shit I'm bad at. I'm just bad at some shit. We're all bad at some things. Could be at your job right now. You know where you excel and you know what you're shitty at. You do. Could be socially. Could be with your grooming, with your cooking, with your shopping, with your thinking, with your worries, with your planning. You know what you're bad at. And now there's no more mystery. You're kind of set in stone. So acceptance becomes the path of life. All right, here's what I'm good at. And you could say that too. You could compliment yourself. Give yourself a bunch of self-praise. At age 40, if you have qualities you like, lean into it. But if there's a bunch of stuff you don't like, lean into that as well. You got to read my book, Lean Into It. I'm going to be living in the self-help section for the rest of my life. I'm going to read self-help books, finish them, recommend them to friends, forget most of it, and move on to the next self-help chapters. That's it. I want to write one one day. I want to write a self-help book and I want people to read it. I want them to get really stimulated by the content and then just forget about it because that's what we do. That's why I like to own books. You got to refer back. If you have self-help books, you better own them on the shelf or else they just dissipate. They just slide out of the mind. They just slide right out of there. You could bend the dog ear. You could highlight a bunch of stuff. But after what? A month or two, you start to go, wait, what was that book about? I know I liked it. I know I felt good reading it, but what's the mantra? What do I say? I count to five. Okay, I feel my feet on the ground. What do, what do I do with the breathing? How many seconds inhale? Wait, when it's a conflict, what's the color zones? What, what are the zones of regulation? How am I, wait, how am I supposed to approach conflict? Okay, what did I learn about anxiety? It's just like self-help becomes self-mystery. How did I forget that shit so quick? How do we forget previous phases of life so quick? A decade ago, I turned 30. I don't remember what that felt. I remember at a, I was at Il Postino, great Italian restaurant in North Park in San Diego, table for 10, everybody eating Osabuco and drinking Sangiovese, all right? It was a hell of a night. But I don't really remember how it felt. That's why when you look at pictures of yourself when you're younger, there's a foreign aspect to it. You go, who is that? What were you thinking? Guarantee, if I was doing podcasts when I was 30, I wouldn't want to hear it. If I was doing podcasts when I was 20, oh boy. I think I would genuinely be too embarrassed to listen. I do. Even this, right now, age 40, when I'm 50 and I listen to this podcast, episode 155. If I'm still podcasting at age 50 and I go back and listen to this from September 15th, 2021, it's going to sound like shit. These views are going to sound antiquated and dumb as dog shit. Is dog shit even dumb? I don't know. Back to you in the studio, Carol. 40 is also good because you know what you're addicted to. You know what you need to moderate. You know. You know by now. By the way, and I'm not judging, but I saw someone. We've all heard of sugar addiction. I'm not addicted to sugar. I don't even crave ice cream, cookies, cakes, it's not me. I crave, you know, pickles, olives, cheddar cheese, that type of stuff. Pistachios. Oh, boy. So I took my daughter to Silberman's, local ice creamery, legendary local ice creamery 
And Silberman's, or most ice cream shops, to a three-year-old, is just like heaven. You got all these flavors. You just point to what you like. Now, point to a topping. There's nothing better. And it's a lot of parents with their kids. It's a lot of parents with their kids. But I was noticing, interspersed, are just a few adults out to get ice cream. I was thinking to myself, it sounds like I'm being judgmental, but I'm not. I was just observing, like a journalist observing a sugar addict. Have you ever actually seen a real sugar addict on the streets? Now, most of these people just get busy in their kitchens, at home, like raccoons in the night. You will never really see a sugar addict in action unless you go to an ice creamery at the right time. Notice who's not with any kids, who's not on a date. Just an adult in line at an ice creamery. So I picked up my little Mila so she could look at the big buckets of ice cream. I said, what do you want? She picked strawberry. We put some sprinkles on there. And then two people behind me was just this woman, probably in her late 50s, I'm not making this up. She ordered a triple scoop of mint chip. Triple scoop. And I watched. I just stood there watching as the employees. By the way, the employees at Silberman's, oh my God, they know how to scoop ice cream. You always feel like they're giving you a generous amount. You always feel like it's special. Like, well, they must like us. They must like us. That seems like a lot for that scoop. I just ordered a mini, but my goodness. This lady gets three giant big balls of mint chip. No kids, not on a date. Just in the mood. Why am I calling her a sugar addict? Does that sound like I'm being prejudiced, prejudging? Perhaps. But I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. No wife, no kids, not with any friends, just driving my car to get a triple scoop and just eat it. Just in my car. I saw her walk to her car and that's when I stopped. I I didn't keep watching her. That would have been a little weird. That that would be tiptoeing a awkward territory if I just kept watching her. But she got in her car and then we went our own way. And I was thinking, is she just sitting in that car right now listening to James Taylor, her cassette, housing that mint chip triple scoop? What's she doing? In my mind, I'm going to Caroline, just dripping all down her cheeks and chest and oh boy, abort. Because I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I'm sweating right now. I just went on a run. Let me tell you, I'm kind of in shape. Let me tell you this, all right? This will be the self-congratulatory portion of the podcast. 40 years old, just lost 10 pounds. This morning, butt naked on the scale. You can't wear clothes on the scale and it can't be later in the day. You got to be naked in the morning, okay? As of late March, I was 178 pounds. Today, September 15th, 168, lost 10. So tonight, I'm going to plow through some bagels, lox, and cream cheese, chopped liver, and you guessed it, whitefish salad. Oh, what's that? What are you going to drink, Josh? What are you going to drink? You guessed it, Mount Tam Pale Ales from Marin Brewing Company. That is not something unique to this birthday. That's every single year. I turned my kitchen into a Jewish deli. That's the tradition. What do you do? Text me at 51115. And tell them Josh sent you to get those NADS, the hair removal cream at CVS for 30% off. Just tell them, Josh, Mr. Shoulder Hair told us, don't judge me for the shoulder hair. And by the way, I don't have it anymore. NADS works. You have back hair and shoulder hair. All right. And the weirdest thing is no one would care if I had it. That's how vain I am at age 40. It's still vain enough to sizzle off the shoulder hair with this chemical goo. My wife wouldn't care. She wouldn't. She's loyal to the soil. She wouldn't care at all, which is weird because I would care if she had shoulder hair. I would care. I hate saying that. Love her dearly till the end. She's my BAE. 
before anybody else. SMH, shaking my head. I'm learning all of these. You already know LOL, and there's a few other acronyms. I'm not going down that path right now, but I love my wife so much. But if she had shoulder hair, who knows? Maybe Nads shows up in her Hanukkah stocking this year. I don't know, but she's fine. Shoulder hair on a woman, highly, highly undesirable, I would have to say. Okay, and if we're getting into gender norms right now, I don't mean to be pigeonholing anybody. You do you. But it's probably more acceptable to have shoulder hair at age 40 if you're a fella, if you're a guy. Would you agree? Isn't this the type of content you come back for time and time again? So they order triple scoops and they have the IHOP Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity disguises on. You know, the fake glasses, nose, mustache. They're wearing these, these fake incognito disguises where they go in. They even use fake voices. All have the rocky road the worst flavor i'll just say right now rocky road is the worst flavor oh thanks break my teeth with the nuts and then bounce bounce like it's styrofoam with those stupid marshmallows rocky road rocky road no thanks what about gumball my buddy alan likes gumball the only person i know who will eat gumball ice cream that sounds like so much work you you take a bite and you can't swallow it you have to chew and spit what what Who likes gumball? Who likes gumball? This is going to be a short one, but I got to mention, Norm MacDonald died yesterday at age 61, and no one knew he was battling cancer. How par for the course for Norm MacDonald. And I say that because I read his memoir, and none of it was real. It's called Based on a True Story. He didn't really let people get to know him. His whole memoir just feels like fiction, even if there's a few truths mixed in. His memoir is just basically a fun little novel, a thrill ride. And you could tell his lack of emotion when doing stand-up comedy. He was so unique, but he also was just like an act. He was a great act. Like Norm was really good. And I love all the people on social media posting clips of Norm from Weekend Update to his stand-up to his guest appearances on talk shows. He was really good. But you get the feeling like he didn't let anybody get to know him. So the fact that he was battling cancer and no one knew, and then we just see this headline, Norm MacDonald passes away after a secret battle with cancer. You're like, oh, God. Super sad news. I saw him at Cobb's once. I flew up from San Diego. My buddy Rick and I saw him at Cobb's Comedy Club. I've never seen a comic just walk to the mic, not take it out of the stand with his hands in his pocket for about an hour and ten minutes. Just talked into it. No voice inflection. Monotone. He did well. I think B+. He didn't kill. He was very good, very funny, very smart. But there were no bells and whistles with Norm. He could just say outrageous things and uh, and that voice. He was a good interviewer if you look at his Netflix show. He even had a video show, the Norm MacDonald show on YouTube, where he would interview guests. And it was really good. I think that was one of his skills. He's a great interviewer. But seemingly a mystery man. The amount of comedians that have come out, though, to say he was our favorite, like the comics comic. You know, like the bar where bartenders go to drink. He was the comic that other comics would stay at the club in the background. They'd stay in the back just to see Norm perform. I guess he had just a huge amount of respect from his peers. Awful. 61. I consider 61 young. I do. I do. 
You know how old the oldest person in the world is right now? Take a guess. It's a Japanese woman named Kane Tanaka. She was born January 2nd, 1903. She's 118 years old, and she is still going. So at age 40, I would only be a third done. If I'm on Tanaka's path, which I think I am, I'm probably going till 120, then I'm only a third done. That's a healthy way of looking at it. I'm still in my first third, just finishing up my first third. If that was offered to me, though, if that was just magically offered to me, do you want to live till you're 120? I'd be compelled to say, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. But how many of those years is it just me without any of those friends I've come to know so dearly? Hey, morbid thoughts to end the show. 120 sounds good if all my friends could get to 120. And I know I'll still have my girls and nieces and nephews. But 120, would you check that box right now? Right now. You want to go to 120? I bet a lot of people would say, oh my God, no. 120? What the fuck is wrong with you, 120? All right, there should be some wisdom in this podcast. A birthday podcast? Some wisdom about gratitude? That sounds pretty good. Some wisdom about being gentle with yourself? That sounds good. Just throw the dart. Throw the dart at the board of mindful mantras. All right, here's an original. I don't think there's any destination. I don't feel like you ever reach a point where you're totally satisfied, and I think it's okay to know that and embrace it. Even if you're like, I got a house, I got kids, I got a spouse, I got a job. Even if you're hitting this checklist of life, even if you got that checklist, I don't think you reach a point where you feel done. And I think you have to become comfortable with that. The amount of people chasing something, chasing something, even once they have so many things to be grateful for, it's kind of astounding. That it doesn't exist. It's not within your grasp. It's just your seasons. We're like seasons. Summer to fall to winter to spring. It's cyclical. When it's summer, you don't go, oh, we're finally in the hot months. How nice is this? How nice is this? I just want it to stay like this. No, 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 no. Now it's getting fall. Now it's chilly. And then you get to fall and you're like, oh, great. Football season. It's getting darker a little earlier. I like this. I just want to grasp this. I just want to stay like this. No, 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 no. And then it's getting cold as shit. Here comes the snow, the hail, the sleet, the rain. It's very cold. It's dark so early. But you kind of started to get used to it. It's basketball season. You got a winter break coming up. It's the holidays. So winter's feeling good. And no, 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 no. Now it's spring. So we cling to certain things. We resist change. But really, we should have the opposite mindset. I want change. I want change. I want growth. Nothing stays the same. Nothing stays the same. You can't stifle growth. You can't do it. So once you have what you think you want to have and you hold it, just know that it's probably fleeting, just like everything. Permanence, that's not even a word. It's all probably fleeting. It's all temporary. If that gives you anxiety, I get it. But if you could get comfortable with that thought, oh, that might be. That might be the key to life. Get comfortable. Could I have said that word any weirder? Get comfortable with the fluidity. Approach each day with a flexibility. I have to say all these things because I'm not exactly wired this way. But embrace the changes. Oh, you got shoulder hair today? Fine. 
burn it off with a chemical potion that might get into your eyes. Okay, I don't know how that connects to anything. I don't even understand the last two minutes of this podcast. Please say you turned it off because I didn't make sense. I don't think I made sense. If I did make sense, then let's get that transcribed for a self-help book one day. But I, I don't think I had it. So I think I'll just uh, back away slowly and get busy on some bagels and locks. I love you. Thanks for listening. That's 155 on the 40th. And it is entirely in the books. I'll talk to you soon.